Are we fired up back there? Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Sister Vonnie, she's going to be watching in this morning. She was sharing with me uh, last night that uh, she went out walking yesterday and uh, just enjoyed the beauty of the day. Came back and went out on her deck and sat out there on the deck and she said, I, I just got to weeping, thanking the Lord uh, for how blessed that she was. Amen. She wanted to thank everyone for praying for her. She said, I couldn't complain if I wanted to. And really all of us should say the same thing. Uh, I think we do spend too much time complaining. But uh, she said, I couldn't complain if I wanted to. she been through so much. And when you've been through a big ordeal like Sister Bonnie has, you start noticing the little things that you take for granted every day, like just being able to walk outside. And uh, she walked outside. She came in the house. She walked some in the house. And then she went out on the deck out there and just enjoyed being able to sit out there. She said it was a beautiful day just listening to the birds sing and enjoying God's precious creation. Amen. All right. Uh, we, we had revival this week at Oak Forest. And I'd probably be the first to say I probably need that revival more than anybody did. I really enjoyed it. Uh, they didn't have a piano player till the last day. A lady showed up the last day, played the piano, but Brother, uh, Brother Rick DeVoe, uh, he played the guitar, and he done a good job, real good job, playing the guitar, uh, leading the singing. Uh, it was, to me, very refreshing. Uh, I needed that revival, I really did, and I'm glad I got to be there. Uh, we had a lot of liberty. I uh, had a lot of people show up. I really enjoyed it. It was very, very blessed, very fulfilling for me. Amen. Uh, we'll uh, get a song book out here. Maybe sing, sing a verse out of here. I'm no singer, but I, I, I will try every now and then. But uh, we'll try to sing a verse out of here. Sing a song. That's all we're going to sing is one so don't get your hopes up. <laughs> we'll try to sing Father alone. And, uh, we're not heaven yet, but I'm going to be there. Amen. Jesus told me with a great affirmation. He said, if it wasn't so, I'd have told you. There in John 14, verse 2, He said, I go away prayer place for you that where I am there you may be also. And then He affirmed it and said, if it wasn't so, I'd have told you. One thing it's impossible for God to do, and if you know your Bible, you know it's impossible for God to lie. And Abraham staggered not. I think maybe some Baptists do stagger the promises of God, but Abraham didn't. Whatever God said, just Abraham just went with it. Amen. Even plumb up the offering Isaac, his son, up on the altar on Mount Moriah. And the reason he was willing to offer his only begotten son on Mount Moriah because he believed God was even able to raise him from the dead and uh, he believed just what God said your seed's going to be like the stars of heaven without number your seed's going to be like the sand of the seashore without number he believed the promise with the God we would too amen let's try number 208 if any of y'all want to play your instruments you're more welcome to come up here if not we'll have to sing by the letter
Anybody want to play? All right. Tempted and tried. Number 208. Tempted and tried. We're off made to wonder why it should be thus all the day long while there are others living about us never molested though in the wrong father alone will know all about it father Understand why? Cheer up, my brother. Live in the sunshine. We'll understand it all by and by. When death has come and taken our loved ones, it leaves our home so. Lonely and drear, then do we wonder why others prosper, living so wicked year after year? Father alone will know all about it. Father. Understand why? Cheer up, my brother. Live in the sunshine. We'll understand it all by and by. Faithful till death, said our loving master. A few more days to. Labor and wait, cause of the road will then seem as nothing as we sweep through the beautiful gate. Father alone will know all about it. Father. Understand why? Cheer up, my brother. Live in the sunshine. We'll understand it all by and by. When we see Jesus coming in glory, when He comes from His the sky then we shall meet him in that bright mansion we'll understand it all by and by father alone will know all about it father Understand why? Cheer up, my brother. Live 
and the sunshine will understand it all by and by. Brain, I know you have them back there in the back, but you can't hide good enough from old brother Eddie. You want to sing this morning? She can't sing, all right. She got a song in her heart, and that's far as she can get it. Here comes Sister Reed. I know she's going to sing. Ed Man. Hallelujah. I'm pumping the well. This is my favorite song here. Bless her. Mine too, Sister Rita. Bless your heart. Thank you, Lord. Set free. 
My God, my Savior has ransomed Ransom me. me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns. Unending love, amazing grace. Bless you, Rita. What a song. The earth shall soon dissolve like snow. The sun forbear to shine. But God who called me here below will be forever mine. Amen. Will be forever mine. Amen. Glory to God. You are forever mine. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Rita. I was listening to that song right there. She talked about ransom there in that song. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm poor. <laughs> oh, everybody and their brother. And they'll call me sometime. How much longer before you pay me what you owe me? Do you know what I found out when I do pay them? I don't get no more calls. I'm glad Jesus paid my debt. You know, that old devil, that old accuser, accused us for God night and day. Oh, Eddie's debt got paid April 27th, 1988. That ransom the Lord Himself paid. And that old accuser, he liked to, I guess, call old Brother Eddie or find old fault in old Brother Eddie. I'm complete in Him. I'm completely forgiven, completely saved, completely sealed, completely sanctified. I'm talking about, hey, I'm a citizen of heaven. Glory to God, that old accuser got to go talk to my Redeemer. He's got to go talk to Jesus about Eddie now. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Rita. What a blessing. And I remember that day when them chains came off. I've got a chrome-plated chain at the house. I'm thinking about bringing it over here. My granddaughter threw it away, but boy, how good that'd be when she's singing that to sit up there with that on your wrist and just pull that off and let it fall and hit the ground. Boy, something you'd remember, amen. All right, we got Brother Andy and his family, Sister Shelly. I've named them all. I got all the names swapped around, but I still named them all. We get them to come up here, uh, sing many songs as you want. Don't worry about time. That's one thing we make a mistake about. Uh, let me get uh, let me get someone to take up the offering. Lass, you care to do it? Take up the offering, buddy. Yeah, well, we'll turn thanks over this here real quick. Uh, Brother Donnie, don't put his in. Go ahead, Brother Donnie, turn thanks over his offering. Most precious Heavenly Father. Yes. Jesus, thank you, Father Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. That you give us here, Lord, to be here this morning, Lord. And Father Lord, pray you watch over still, Lord, and watch this, oh, this offering. Bless us, Bless us. Lord. Yes. Use it, Father Lord, as you see fit, dear Lord. In Jesus' precious name, amen. amen. Thank you, Brother Donnie. I was right on top of that recorder. <laughs> oh, man, don't bust somebody's eardrum. We'll get Brother Andy and his family to come up here. Brother can I take a little bit of liberty? You take all the liberty you want, brother. Hey, you church members that are members of this church, if you want to come up here, I'd like to pray for you guys. Okay. So I don't mind. All right. 
Well, I'm a member. Christ's name, Lord. Bless I just thank you for your sweetness, Lord. Lord, I thank you for your tender touch. Bless you, brother. Lord, I think about this church and the stuff they're going through, Lord. There's a lot of heartache. Bless you. Lord, there's a lot of things that just grieve the hearts right now, Lord. Lord, I don't know all the details, but I know what it's like to go through this stuff. Bless you. Lord, I pray that you give them wisdom. Lord. Bless my brother. I pray that you come Help Lord, help them to trust you, Lord. Yes. Through all the pain, through all the heartache, Lord, through all the things that are said, Lord, through, through things that men do and men say, Lord, Lord, help them to keep their eyes focused on you. Yes. Lord, to know that regardless of what man does, you're faithful and you're true. Yes. Lord, I, I, I have a, a just a, a burden for them, Lord. I have a broken heart for them. Yes. Lord, I know you know what's going on, Lord. And I know that through all this, this, just this garbage on this earth, Lord, through just, mm -hmm. just sin nature, Lord, yes. that you can bless, Lord, you can have glory out of it, Lord, bless. that you, bless you, you can mend a broken heart, Lord, that you have the balm of Gilead, Lord, you can yes. spread it right over the hurt that's going on right here. Lord, I pray that you give them wisdom, Lord. Yes, help. Give them wisdom what to do, Lord, what to say, how to react, Lord. I pray that you touch their lips, and Lord, yep. let it. Let it be anointed, Lord, through your Holy Spirit to bring you glory. Yes, help us. Lord, this old tongue is a, is a wicked thing, Lord, to do so much damage, Lord. And I pray that you just, Lord, you control everyone's here, Lord, to your glory, Lord, that you can look down and say, Lord, I'm, you can look down and say, I'm pleased with my bride. She's done such a good job, Lord. Lord, she's been submissive. She's done what I wanted her to do. Bless him, Father. Bless Lord, I just ask you that. Lord, I pray you bless this singing that's coming up, Lord, this yes. preaching, Lord, that it would just be something that would just lift you up on high, Lord God. Lord, we just thank you so much. So much that you care enough to listen to us, Lord, to hear us. And to, Lord, you said you were touched in all points, like as we are, Lord, and that you know it. Lord, just help us in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, brother. God bless you, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's do, uh, hey, I'm gonna do one in the potter. I don't know, it might not be great. Bless him, Lord. Stand up here. Huh? Bless him, Father. Come up here, guys. This way. Amen. And I want to sing this song here. How about sing it that just, just in the midst of everything going on, it's just a good reminder of, of who he is. Bless the Lord. You've been my life for so long. You were right when I was wrong. Ooh, I can't repay all the love you've given me. You were my friend when no one came. I was alone. That's right. But you were
Sometimes it's easy to not think about it or realize it because you just get where you just say it and you pray it and you do it. Yeah. It just, it just kind of gets complacent sometimes. And yesterday the Lord reminded me of his, the power in just the name Jesus Christ. I, we were yard selling and we pulled up to a yard sale there and we got out and looking and there's a motorcycle sitting there, Harley. 
And on the back fender it said center. Mm. And up on the hand grips it said 666, 666. And oh had all the pentagram on, all this other stuff. So I, the ladies were sitting there at the table. I said, whose motorcycle is that? She said, oh, that's, that's Donnie's. And uh, I said, <laughs> I said, uh, I said, was he here? And she, I just felt like the Lord wanted me to witness to him. And and she said, yeah. She said, I'll go get him. She said, he's just a friend visiting. So she went down and he comes up there. And I mean, he, he looked like the, the parked. And I mean, he had 666 across his knuckles, mm. pentagrams. I mean, just all kinds of satanic stuff all over him. And, and smelled of pot when he come up there. Oh, you know, my. Come up there and... And I just, I talked to him for his motorcycle about him there. And I said, man, because it had some cool custom stuff on it. And I said, man, look, what did you do? Why, tell me about this. And so he talked for a little bit. Well, then at the end, I, I said, I said, now more importantly, I said, I, and I, I said, I appreciate you telling me about your bike. And I shook his hand and he held my hand. And I said, now more importantly, I said, has anybody ever actually taken the time to look you in the eyes and tell you what Jesus Christ Bless has done you, for Andy. you? Mm. And he says, and he didn't really pull away, but he says, oh, man, oh, oh, is that why you got me up here? It wasn't really about the motorcycle. And I said, well, I said, I did like your motorcycle, and I, I think it's, you've done a great job with it. I said, but it is more important. I said, that is why I called you up here to tell you about Jesus. Hey, said, oh, hey, you came man. to yell religion at me. Oh, I can't believe it. And about that time, he went ahead. We kind of just pulled hands apart. Mm -hmm. And I said, look, I said, you know, I said, I just, I said, I felt like the Lord wanted me to make sure someone's actually took the time to stop and tell you about Bless Jesus you, Christ. Mm. Well, he, at that point... You ain't never seen such a switch flip. Yeah. That guy, the name of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. he started shaking. He started doing that. And the ladies that were running the yard, so he went over to him. He says, he says, that guy, he's yelling in my face, and he's wanting to fight me and all this. And I mean, that just what I said was as smooth as everything went. There was nothing at all. And he says, he wants to fight me. I just, oh, I can't. Look at me. I'm shaking. And he, I mean, he was trembling. Yeah. And his old spirit's in him. Yeah. And that's the name of Jesus Christ. And he starts to walk off and go back downstairs. He says, if them ladies wasn't here, he says, I'd be over there right now, buddy. But I respect them ladies. And I said, bud, I said, you don't have a problem with me. You have a problem with Jesus Christ. Hey, man. And, and he says, no, you're the problem. And, and then went off downstairs. But the Lord just reminded me that power of the name of that's Jesus right. Christ. Buddy, he come. Yeah. Them spirits didn't like that. You're right, you're right. You know, and I don't know. I, I you know, and the Lord just you talking about the Lord working. I worked on a customer's car, as Christian, and he thought the car was going to total, so he took some some tracks out of there, and he says, "Here, you want these?" He says, "Have you ever, you know?" And I said, "Oh, I like that track. It was Charles Spurgeon. It was the motorcycle yeah. track. Oh. He was used to be like a guy for the Outlaws, like one of the main guys. And he got saved, and you know, the motorcycle yeah. gang. Anyway, I said, "Oh, I like that track. Put it on my desk." Well, that morning, yesterday morning before we went yard sale, I said, I just looked at those tracks on that desk. I was in my office, and I said, I'm going to put those in the truck. So here I was dealing with that guy, and I had that great track to go along with. The Lord had had me put in the truck. So yeah. I go over there to his motorcycle, and he's got that little band on the back seat. And I, slid it. I thought, man, if he sees me doing this, because I really, we really thought she was there too. I thought he was about to come over. Yeah. And, you know, I was going to have to turn the other cheek for Christ or something. I don't know what would have happened. I'm not sure. But... You know, I thought, man, if he sees me touching this motorcycle, it is over. But I slid that track hey, up in man. there, and I just don't, you don't know what the Lord will do with that. Amen. I mean, I think of the guy in that track. He was the leader, one of, like, the second in command of the rival to the Hell's Angels. Yeah. And the Lord saved him, so. Yeah. And I thought, man, he was so shaken up. There is just no telling what the Lord will do, do with that. But I just, again, it reminded me of the power of Jesus' name. Hey, man, brother. Man, those spirits said, why have you come to torment us before our time? Yeah. Jesus was on earth and said, what do we have heart. to do with thee? Yeah, yeah I mean, just, just good. Amen. All right, Audrey, I'm done talking. Hallelujah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent.
thing. You buy music. For making the sun to shine, putting the stars in the sky, for flowers that bloom, the ocean so blue.
That's why I can't sing, I think. Bless them, Lord. Hallelujah, what a thing. That's my guitar. Amen. Big guitar. <laughs> Oh, we're coming my, my oh, favorite instrument right here. Some instrumentals. The first one we'll play is uh, is Unclouded Day. So if you know the words, you're welcome to sing along and just help out. squared away. You need to have your relationship right with the Lord. You yeah. need to have things under the blood taken care of. Amen. But they, they almost preach it to the point that it's 
it's scary, like waiting for him. And it's not supposed to be scary. Amen. It's supposed to be a comfort. And he's your he's your savior coming. He's your bride coming. Uh, your bridegroom. You know, and that's what it's supposed to be. There's not supposed to be a bunch of, of dread going on. Now, if you're not right with the Lord, you're just absolutely living in sin. Then yeah, you got a little fearful thing coming at the judgment. But otherwise, get it right and just look for that, that blessed hope. Amen. Amen. Okay. Two, but it's called Two Coats. Yeah. yeah. If you've not heard that song, boy, that's a that's a good one. Good one. You think about that. I think about when I witnessed to somebody like that guy yesterday who's yeah. just all bound up and all that what? stuff, and I thought, if you could just see that you have two coats before you. Amen. Yes. I mean, a brand new beautiful mm. thing, and you're choosing that dirty, tattered, stinking, filthy thing, and you just open it up. The devil, yeah, got him blinded. Yeah. And him, the God of this world, has blinded the minds of them. Oh no.
thank you, thank you. Amen. Wonderful. Yes. Amen. I'll, I'll get my Bible up probably have a bunch, wouldn't it? Thank you, Brother Donnie. I enjoyed that. Oh my. Man, oh man, I like this look at a banjo. And I'm like Brother Andy, it just wasn't him me to play one, but Annabelle picked that thing up and just went right to it, amen. I believe it's a call of God. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I know I can't play one. I've done owned about five. <laughs> I couldn't even tune it, much less play it. I watched the videos. I've done everything he said to do, and it still wouldn't do nothing for me. But I love seeing Annabelle playing that five-string banjo. Hallelujah. Yeah. Me and Donnie, we'll be driving down the highway, and somebody will get a hold of a banjo, and I'm trying to drive a Silverado truck with my knee. I'm over acting like I'm playing the banjo. Amen. I do one of the prayers I do pray is that musicians will play skillfully upon their instruments giving glory and praise to Him. Yeah. And uh, the last psalm, Psalm 150, names a lot of stringed instruments. And that kind of interferes with a lot of people's uh, doctrine. They don't believe in having a piano in the church. I do. <laughs> they don't believe in having a banjo in the church. I do. They don't believe in having a bass in the church. I do. They don't believe in having a violin or a fiddle. Now, Elias, he kind of straightened me out. He said, it depends on what you're playing with it, whether it's a violin or a fiddle. I'll have to take his word on that. I ain't got that all figured out. But nobody nobody can say anything but praise the Lord. And, uh, Amen. Uh, Elias played that guitar back there. Me and Donnie was talking about Lori Clark yesterday. We was trying to think of that guy who could just pick anything up and play it on hee-haw, and it was Roy Clark. We finally figured it out. It was Roy Clark. But we watched hee-haw, you know, hee-haw, him and Buck Rogers, and they'd go at it. One of them have a guitar and have a banjo or something, and they'd wear it out. Man, those days are gone. We're still here, and the ends of the world have come up on us. We're just watching it in, Shelley. And the end is so close, you can see it from where we're at. What we're watching on the news today is going to affect us all one way or another. Just like Brother Andy said, it'd be a good idea to just get your house in order. Mm -hmm. Just to make things right. It'd be a good idea. It'd be my advice. I'll tell you what, buddy. I kind of like being able to sleep at night. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'll tell you what, I sleep a whole lot better when it's well with my soul. Amen. We're going to take our text this morning out of St. John, chapter number 8. I preached from this text before. We're going to do a different take on it this morning. We're going to read the first 12 verses here, John, St. John, chapter number 8. Thank God Jesus was here, amen. amen. Hallelujah. St. John, chapter number 8. Starts out, Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives. And early in the morning, he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. That's wonderful. And then verse 3 shows up. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman, taken in adultery, and when they had Set her in the midst. Now Jesus is sitting here teaching <clears throat> in the temple 
And the people's come to him, and they're all just sitting there and here, Pharisees and the Sadducees or scribes, Pharisees and scribes, brings him a woman. <clears throat> Taking in a daughter, and when they set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, and that's kind of sarcastic really, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. I preached this text one time. She got caught and uh, we'll be taking a different direction this morning. Verse 5, Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? This they said, tempting him. But Andy mentioned about Jesus being tempted in all ways that we are, yet without sin. They said unto him, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger put on the ground as though he heard him not. Yeah. Now, boy, you talking about rubbing somebody the wrong way, act like you don't hear them. <laughs> I'm kind of like. But Andy, I, I, I wasn't there when he met that guy at that, at that yard sale. I, I'm, I'm, man, I don't know where it's going to go this morning. I have to admit, I'm pretty full right now. But I can just in my mind's eye kind of see this situation. But Andy, he's talking about that motorcycle. Next thing you know, he's talking about Jesus. And this guy, I mean, he immediately went ballistic like that Andy said. The devil's in him. Uh, got nervous. He's shaking. He's blaming. He's accusing. But here they are. And Jesus just stoops down on the ground with his finger, wrote on the ground as though he heard him not. So when they continued asking him, they wasn't going to let this go, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that's without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. See, they had a, they had a problem. And that's what we're preaching about today, bringing sinners to Jesus. They were bringing one, but they were bringing themselves with her. Jesus knows what to do when he's got a bunch of sinners around him there. And uh, he, he kind of just real simple. He is without sin among you. Let him first cast a stone at her. I can just hear rocks dropping right now. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it, now he act like he didn't hear them, but uh, they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even until the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman Standing in the midst. I've heard a lot of messages about this, this uh, passage right here. The one I'll be preaching today probably be different than all of them. I, I got this message this morning at 4.30 in the morning laying in bed. I done woke up but I was just laying there. The Bible said in Psalm 46 verse 10, Be still, know that I'm God. And I was just being still there in the stillness of the morning. The Lord spoke to me this morning at 4.30 and I got up at 4.31 and started putting this message together as he gave it to me and uh, the woman standing in the midst when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman he said unto her woman where are those 
thine accusers, hath no man condemned thee? That's quite a question right there. She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. We'll read one more verse. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. We'll stop our reading right there. Like I said, I'm preaching on bringing sinners to Jesus. Father, we thank you for this passage. We thank you for the Word of God. We're so thankful, Father, that Lord, you give, you left us, Lord, uh, not only, Lord, evidence of your mercy, but Lord, you left us also evidence of your grace. And Lord, I'm so glad that you're full of compassion. I'm so glad your mercies are new every morning. I'm so glad, Lord, you don't give us bolts of lightning. But Lord, you give us, Lord, mercy instead. Lord, your love is a long-suffering, patient love. Lord, you even, uh, Lord, your, your judgment, Lord, it, it's not instant, Lord. It, it's way out there. Lord, you told Moses, let me alone. Let me work up my anger towards these people. And Moses went to interceding to you, Lord, on their behalf like Brother Andy did this morning. Thank you, Lord, for being slow to anger. Thank you, Lord, for being full of compassion, full of love. Help us, Lord, because we struggle. Lord, in those areas. And we'll ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Like I said, we're preaching on bringing sinners to Jesus. The Bible says times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. There in Acts chapter 3, verse 19. Like I said, I got this message this morning at 4.30. But uh, in this passage here, uh, verse 4 uh, you see the accusation and it's bad. I mean, it's bad. There's no sugarcoating it. I mean, they, they, they say here, Master, this woman. Boy, it's bad with this woman, ain't it? <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about uh, all women. This woman was taken in adultery in the very act. The accusations were bad. And uh, let me say this, it takes two uh, to commit adultery. And if you'll notice, they only brought one I uh, do the math on this setup here. Uh, this, it's sad to see the extent that they were willing to go to condemn this woman. They worked hard to set this up. Amen. And it's easy to see. I mean, they brought her and threw her down at his feet. And uh, if that's not bad enough, I don't even know if she had any clothing on or not. And I'm not even going to speculate one way or the other. But they did bring her to him in the worst uh, case scenario. And they said she was taken in adultery in the very act. And if that's not enough, Brother Andy, if you'll notice verse 5, they went to the law about her problem. Only problem is they brought her to grace. All the law and the prophets were until John. Grace and truth come by Jesus Christ. They brought her to Jesus, Annabelle. Thank God for grace. Read a song that song Amazing Grace, and it is amazing. And I think about Brother Patrick just how guilty not only I was, but even now. 
Man, I'm telling you, I can't throw a rock. One, I feel sorry for those that do want to throw rocks. I mean, these that brought her were sinners themselves because Jesus said, let he that's without sin cast the first stone at her. I didn't see nobody staying. By their own actions, they were sinners. They dropped the rocks and they left. They didn't have really a right to throw a single rock. Boy, they had some picked up. Same goes on today. I'm telling you, learn how not to be a rock thrower. Learn how not to be a rock gatherer. Learn how to be full of the love of God, full of the grace of God, full of compassion. The Bible says in the book of Jude, it's only one chapter. It says of some, have compassion. Making a difference. Amen. It makes a difference. Yes. The Bible says a soft answer. Turn away wrath. I was telling you, Donnie, about a, we heard this song yesterday coming back from down there hunting arrowheads and Harry Nix. Uh, he promised his wife that he'd go to church with her. You know how the promises are, you know? Anyway, it just kept not coming all the way through. He got time to go and he'd take off and she'd go by herself. He thought he'd doing pretty good at it. This song wrote about him by uh, uh let me think of the name of the group here in a minute. I'm really struggling with my mind here lately. Sound Doctrine. Sound Doctrine. Yeah, that's Harry. That's Harry Nixon, that song. But if you've ever heard his testimony, and I have, and I've been in service with him many times, his testimony is this right here. He promised that wife he'd go with her that night. You know how it is. As long as you know it's not right now. As long as it's that night, you got something to work with there. Micah, that night it came time to go to church. That wife was there. She said, you go on me tonight? And uh, Harry said, I'll go next time. And she sat down on the steps there and went to crying. And he said anything but crying. He said, I'll go with you. That's him in that song. Talking about that cross on the way to hell. Said he got up there and got to preaching on hell. Five acres. Yeah. Three acres, I believe it is. But anyway, he came down and he saw a man. Boy, I'll tell you what. Tears. That wife, she didn't throw no rocks there. She just sat down and wept. Yeah. Those, those tears softened that old crusty heart. He said, I'll go. That's a soft answer. You know, you want to knock a head off. You know what I mean? My wife, I'm telling you, she should have fired the chainsaw up and done surgery on me. Amen? But I'll tell you what, thank God that she cared enough about her lost, drunk husband to tell me about Sandra Ford getting saved. And it's kind of like this situation right here. They, they went to the law. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such, now they was above such. Man, they was the ones, they were the arresting officers. That that such talking about her should be stoned for what says I'm just glad they brought her to Jesus, amen. But this they said, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. They didn't care about the woman. They're just trying to entrap Jesus. I'm glad he's above men, amen. The Bible says in the book of uh, uh, Acts chapter 17, verse 30, that God just winks at the ignorance of this world, commands men everywhere to repent. And I've got to get on when I'm looking at the clock up there. But uh, here, they were looking for an, uh, a 
an occasion to accuse him, but Jesus was way above them, way ahead of them, and he stooped down with his finger wrote on the ground. I don't know what he wrote. Yeah. Might have wrote that commandment that both should be stoned. I, I don't know what he wrote. <laughs> so when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto him, unto them, He that's without sin among you. Let him first cast a stone at her. You know, the shoe got on the other foot right there. Now they forgot about the woman, Shelley, and they're realizing they can't throw no rocks. That's a tough place to be. <clears throat> yeah. When you've got your righteous indignation, you know you're right and everybody else is wrong, and then God puts a finger on the real problem, yeah. he's your righteous indignation. I mean, the Bible clearly says in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, for all have sinned right. and come short of the glory of God. Amen. It says none good. No, not one. Not one. None righteous. No, not one. There's none that doeth good. No, not one. We're all in the same boat that is sinking. Amen. 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 Jesus brought that out pretty good right there, Sister Bernard. When he said he is without sin, cast the first stone. I can only imagine how heavy that rock got. Amen. But uh, here they brought her to grace. Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. There in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 10. That's what I am. Amen. Hey, I'm saved. I'm forgiven. Glory to God. I'm going to heaven by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He described how simple he was, Sister Sarah. In Romans chapter 7, he said, That which I would, I do not. That which I would not, that I do. He said, O wretched man that I am, who should have lived me in this body of death? He said, Thanks be unto God that giveth me victory through Jesus Christ, my Lord. If you are saved, if you do have victory, it took grace. Amen. Not law. He said, The law was a schoolmaster. I know our schools are a mess. Sister Shelley, she homeschools. You do a good job, too, girl. But that schoolmaster, he said, it helped me see I was lost. And grace helped me do something about it. Amen. I, I couldn't get lost without the law. There it is. I couldn't get lost without this. But I couldn't get saved without this. This got me lost. That got me saved. Yeah. My pastor, Brother Andy, Young lady over at Bethel Baptist Church, she got saved. Brenda, she got saved on Sunday. She went back to work on Monday. Brother Andy told her, he said, you, you can't be saved. You've been married before. You know what I mean? She shows up on the pastor's doorsteps crying. Sarah, she said, they told me I can't be saved. I've been married before. Right. Jesus took her to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and showed her that such was some of you, but you've been washed. Oh, you've been cleansed. You're sanctified now through Jesus. You see, hey, I've been married before. My first wife died, but I've been married before. I've been married to this woman 47 years. Explain that. Look that up in the Guinness Book of Records. Amen. I mean, it's not being married 47 years. It's being married the week 47 years. I mean, that'll come up to impossible. It cannot ask Sarah next time you get on there and say, Sarah, how can you be married the week 47 years? It'll probably blow up or slap you in the face one or two. Amen. Yeah. 
First Corinthians chapter six, verse four through eleven. Ricky took my pastor, took her to that good old King James Bible, brother Andy. He took her to that passage and showed her that she could be saved. Showed her that she could be sanctified. That she could be cleansed. I'm telling you, sinners judges sinners is not good. Amen. Matthew chapter 7 verse 1 through 4 talks about it. It says, judge not! Lest you be judged. Talks about there getting a mode out of your brother's eye, but you got a beam in your eye. You can't see the mode in his eye because you got the beam in your eye. Says, get the beam out of your eye, and then you can see more clearly to get the motes in your brother's eye. Be careful with that judging. Previous chapter, Matthew chapter 6, says, if you don't forgive men, they're trespassing. Now, we're not talking about sins here, we're talking about mistakes. Says, if you don't forgive men, their trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you your trespasses. Ooh, boy, I put Talking about writing on the ground with a finger, that's quite a bit of writing right there. Verse in front of that says, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you your trespasses. I don't have no love against nobody. I'll just tell you right now, I'm friends with everybody but the devil. And I'm not going to befriend him. I ain't got nothing to do with him. Thank God, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And I'm glad God be for me. He can't be against me, amen. But hey, listen, I'm telling you, be careful when it comes to judging others. They wanted her stone. But Jesus put their problem in perspective. When they heard it, they were convicted of how wrong they were and what they did. They forgot about her. That's the way the Word of God is. Uh, it makes you focus on yourself and your own sins. You don't have time to look on other sins. Amen, Brother Eddie. That's right. Amen. Then the disciples, Sister Sarah, they asked Jesus if He wanted them to call down fire from heaven to consume the Samaritans because... Uh, they, they didn't receive Jesus. Luke chapter 9, verse 54. The answer was, You know not what spirit you are. Verse number 55. Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy men's lives. He said, I come to save them. Thank God. Look, ain't nobody perfect down there. I don't walk on the water. You don't either. I mean, the great commandment. Love God, love your neighbor. All the commandments sum up one word, four little word, love. Bible says you can't love your brother, how can you love God? Oh, rough, brother Eddie. Need to talk to him. He's one really. I'm just a messenger boy. We gotta learn how to love one another. I'll tell you that right now. First thing we do when we get to heaven, we're gonna learn all about love. I promise you that, amen. Yeah. John the Baptist, his first word was repent. Matthew chapter 3 verse 2. He's preparing the way for grace. But Andy, verse number 3. Oh, by the way, his, his meat was locusts and wild honey. I know we're probably going to be eating bugs before it's all said and done if Bill Gates has his way. I'm, I was kind of thinking about trying some of that locust wild honey, but Donnie. 
That might be better than we think. Locusts and wild honey. My oh my. Somebody ought to make up some kind of recipe for that. You know, a lot of stuff come out of the Bible ended up being pretty good when people tried it out. Shelly, you might want to try to make some locust wild honey bread. <laughs> I wouldn't encourage you putting that in there, but just say it's locust wild honey bread. Just a word would be good enough, amen. I'll take one of them loaves, amen. Man should not live by very long. Got full of locusts in there. Some wild honey in there, amen. But he, his, his meat was locusts and wild honey. I don't knock it till he tried it, amen. But as some, some left and some stayed. And the two that stayed, one of them was Jesus, and the other one was this woman, verse number 10 there. Jesus lifted up himself, they're, they're gone. And they had to leave, they couldn't take the heat. He lifts up himself, Brother Andy, he looks over there and he says, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Oh, thank God for an advocate. Yes. Now, God does not condone sin. Right. But I'll tell you what he said right here. He said, neither do I condemn thee. He said, have no man condemned thee? She said, no man, Lord. Jesus said in her, neither do I condemn thee. There's no condemnation of them in Christ Jesus. Notice he said, go and sin no more. God does not condone sin, but he does not condemn the sinner. I'm just telling you, the Bible tells us if, if any man sin, 1 John chapter 2, he said, I, I would that you sin not, but if you do sin, we got an advocate with the Father, the Lord Jesus. We got a good lawyer. He, he advocated for this woman. They've done a good job. They're all gone. Nobody left but heard him. And uh, it says, I write in 1 John chapter 2, verse 1, I write unto you, little children, that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Thank God. God's got this thing. He got it all took care of. Be careful when it comes to judging others. I love you. Yeah. You're getting all kind of trouble. You don't forgive people while you have the opportunity. I've seen people at funerals. I've seen them try to make things right, Brother Don. You remember you brought Judy and Geraldine over here? Did you see them get up and hug one another's neck? Got in the presence of God. And they just right in front of got up, hugging one another's neck, said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please forgive me, I'm sorry. I've seen people come over to the altar. I've seen them hugging necks, saying, I'm sorry. Don't lose sight of that. Make things right. Yeah. It's life short. Brother Vapor. Father, we thank you for the thought you gave us this morning. How clear a thought, Lord, it is. How we ought to be more ready to forgive than to point a finger or condemn our brothers and sisters in Christ. We love you. We want to be a blessing. Thank you for Brother Andy and Sister Shelley. Thank you for Rita. Lord, uh, not only, Lord, did they bestow blessings upon us this morning in the singing. But Lord, what a blessing it was that, Lord, 20 people showed up here this morning for the Word of God. 
and for the testimony of Jesus. Bless those listening to this message by way of a live stream. Those who are listening by way of the Lord, the recording here we'll put on the internet. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us the opportunity to take this little church out beyond these four walls. We give you praise and glory. Ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, I'd like to ask everybody to stand for just a second.